loyalty and the God of heaven. I didn't know how to title it. Well, I just put it that way. Maybe you'll like it. <laughs> loyalty and the God of heaven. Father, I want to thank you. Holy Spirit, I want to thank you. Speak to our hearts today and teach us, O oh God, about the importance of loyalty to the God of heaven. To you, O oh God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Question is, how does God view loyalty? How does God view loyalty? Is, it, is loyalty to God important to him? Or God just loves everyone and he doesn't really care about the, who, who is loyal and who is not loyal to him? What's the price of loyalty to God? Does God really care about loyalty? But let me ask this question concerning you. Can God depend on you to be loyal to him? Can God think, oh, don't worry about this person over there. Uh, don't worry about him. Just like he did with Job. Remember Job? God was bragging on Job. He says, oh, that's Job. Uh, that's Job. <laughs> uh, he's going to be loyal to me regardless. Satan, if you want to try, go try. You'll find out. You'll find out. I know this guy. I know him. Can God depend on you? To be loyal to him. Where is your heart when it comes to loyalty for, for God, uh, to God? Have you moved the post? If you move, God will recognize it. Is loyalty important to God? Now let me let you know this. Loyalty will determine your destiny. Loyalty to God. When I use the word loyalty, I'm talking about loyalty to God. Will determine your destiny. Your loyalty to God will determine the anointing that God places on your life. The anointing, we're talking about God's power made available to you. God's abilities made available to you. He doesn't give it to everybody. He gives it to only those that are loyal to him. It will determine your destiny. Your loyalty to God will determine how you turn out in life. What happens to your life presently and in the future? Everything will depend on your loyalty to him. This loyalty is very painful to God. He doesn't take it lightly. Loyalty is actually... Love in action. The definition for the word loyalty, loyalty actually implies faithfulness, devotion, to be dependable. Faithfulness. That's what loyalty is. God, he's dependable. I can trust him. You know, the Bible tells us in John chapter 2, Verse 23 said, Jesus, when they saw in the miracles that he did in Judea, a lot of people believed in him. But he didn't commit himself to them. In other words, he didn't, they believed in him, but he didn't give himself to them. He said, because he knew what was in man. Before God commits himself to you, 
you got to be loyal, not just on the outward, on, on the outward part of your life, but inside. He wants a loyal heart. That's what God wants. God's looking for a loyal heart. This loyalty is very painful to God, like I said. And you can see that in the examples in the Old Testament. Saul was disloyal to God. God actually picked Saul himself. And God bragged on him and said, in Israel, there's no one like, like Saul. And God bragged on him. He was humble at the first. But God, uh, uh, King Saul didn't have a heart of loyalty towards God. He did what pleased him. And could care less about how God felt. He paid a serious price. God had said the kingdom will remain in your family forever. But not just him alone. His children paid the price. Jonathan, his son, was a good man. A righteous man. In fact, God endorsed Jonathan. But Jonathan could not escape the price of his father's disloyalty to God. What you do with regards to your loyalty to God will affect your children and your children's children. The Bible says even to the third, the tenth generation. So loyalty is very important to God. Seriously important. It's never good for a Christian to go back and forth. Double-minded. God doesn't like things like that. He wants you steady in your devotion to him. And today in the church, we have a lot of people who call themselves Christians. You can't depend on them when it comes to the things of God. They always have a good excuse to give to you why they can't do this, why they can't do that. And they hope that God will understand. But sometimes God doesn't understand it. He gets angry. And we can see that when he invited the guests, those that were invited to the feast, the great supper, they didn't come. They all had good excuses. I just married a wife. <laughs> I have me excused. I can't come because I just bought a piece of land. I got to go see it. I got some oxen here and, and I got to test them. They were good excuses, but then the master was angry. And he said, none of those people that I invited were coming. God doesn't like things like that. We got to go with him all the way. So your disloyalty to God can really cost you. But then David was loyal to God. David, not perfect, but he had a faithful heart towards God. And God honored him to the point where his son, his natural son, not the supernatural one, that's Jesus Christ of Nazareth, his Nazar uh, na natural son, Till, this, till date, is the wisest man that ever lived. God honored him. And God honored him even above that. Jesus Christ is called what? The son of David. Because David had a loyal heart towards God. It's always good to be loyal. Can God count on your loyalty? That's the question to ask yourself. When God is thinking about those at the Ark Fellowship, and he's thinking about those who are loyal to him, because this is his work, will God, will your name be included in the number?
That's the question to ask yourself. It's a good thing because God knows those who are loyal to him. He knows. And that's a good thing. He knows those that are loyal to him. Loyalty to a man. Loyalty to a great man will make you great. We can see it this way. You remember when the president was campaigning? He had those who were loyal to him following. He became the president and every one of them became the ones running the country. If you're loyal to a great man, you will be great. David, when Saul was persecuting David and David left Saul, there were some people that were attracted to David. David was running away, but he was a great man because God had already made him great. He had a loyal heart towards God. And people started going to David. Guess what kind of people? He said those that were distressed in the land. Those were the people that were attracted to David. Those that were in debt in the land. Those were the people that were attracted to David. Those that had serious discontent in their heart. They were attracted to this great man. And they stayed with him. In a, a particular stage, David was saying, Oh, I just want to drink water from the well of Bethlehem. And the people took off, went through the enemy, got the water, and brought to him. He never asked for it. And they brought it to him. And these guys, I think it was three of them, they brought, it, they brought the water to David. And David said, I'm not going to drink this water. This is blood water. He, they could have died. And he poured it out to God as an offering. Those men became David's mighty men. Debtors. People who had no life. They were practically going nowhere. They were in debt, distressed. But they associated with somebody that God had made great and were loyal to him. And when the kingdom came to David, guess what happened? They were all lifted up. They were now the generals and they ran the land. Because they were loyal to a man that had the anointing of God upon his life. Can I hear an amen? Even loyalty to a man, if it's a man of God, can yield so much fruit in your life. And take you where you never dream to be. But think about loyalty to the divine one. If you are loyal to the divine one, you will have divine greatness. Not like with a man. You will have divine greatness. And that comes with a lot of favor from God. With a lot of favor. In Psalm 5 verse 12, it says, God has surrounded the righteous with favor as a shield. So everywhere you go, you are shielded so that nothing evil can ever penetrate and get into your life because God will surround you with favor as with a shield. It's all around you. And that's what Satan was saying uh, what God was telling Satan uh, Satan was saying to God I can't touch this Job you got this shield around him you remember that hallelujah I feel like shouting I mean he had this shield around him no evil can come near him because he was loyal to God 
loyalty can really pay much. But the question is, does God consider you loyal to him? He knows. Can God count on you to be loyal to him? I don't see a lot of shouting this morning, right? <laughs> this is too serious. But the good thing is, God has given you a loyal heart. He has. He has. You just have to work it out and decide I'm going to be. Because Ezekiel chapter 36 verse 26, God says, I will give him a new heart. He said, I will take the stony heart, that's the disloyal heart, out of him. I will give him a heart of flesh. I will put my spirit in him and I will make him to be loyal. If you want to be, you can. You can. It's not bad news. God has already given you that. But that means if you can stay with the heart that God's given to you, you will be great. If you act out the heart that God's given to you, there's nothing that's going to stop you. Nothing can stand in your way. Just like we said earlier, if God be for me, who can be against me? So put that in your head. I'm going to be loyal to God and nobody's going to be able to stop me. I'm going to make it. It may not happen overnight, but God says don't despise the days of small beginnings. Because the great, uh, greatness is coming in your future. Loyalty gives birth to tranquility. I say that again. Loyalty gives birth to tranquility. <laughs> and we'll talk about how, what that means. If you're loyal to God, you have peace. No matter what the enemy throws at you, you will have peace. <laughs> loyalty gives birth to trans tranquility. In other words, tranquility follows loyalty. And guess what follows tranquility? Prosperity. When God gives you rest, you cannot be poor. It's impossible. <laughs> I always like to say this scripture, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I want to share one the story of a king, King Asa. My whole, this whole series is going to be based on this man's life. And I'm going to show you some unusual things that can happen to you if you are loyal to God. The Bible actually says, I believe it's chapter 15, verse 17 there, that Asa had a loyal heart before God. Asa's heart was loyal towards God. Asa was David's great-grandson, Solomon's grandson. He had that loyal heart towards God. Let me show you what he says. In 2 Chronicles chapter 14, I'm going to go verse 1 and 2 and then 6 and 7. So Abijah rested with his father. Abijah, that's Solomon's, uh, Solomon's son, David's grandson, king of Judah. It says, Abijah rested with his fathers, and they buried him in the city of David. Then Asa, his son, reigned in his place. In his days, everybody say in his days. In his days, the land was quiet for ten years. 
the land was quiet for 10 years. Asa did what was good and right in the eyes of the Lord his God. Verse 6, and he built 45 cities in Judah. When you have quietness in the land, you prosper. Can I hear an amen? When there is rest, you prosper. It says, and he built fortified cities in Judah, for the land had rest. God gave him rest for 10 years. 10 years. Therefore he said to Judah, let us build these cities and make walls around them and towers and gates and bars while the land is yet before us because we have sought the Lord our God. In other words, as a king, he led the people to be loyal to God. We have sought the Lord our God and he has given us rest on every side so they built and prospered. For 10 years, in their time, it was constant war. Think about David. You get through fighting this war, another one shows up. You defeat this tribe or group of people, another one shows up the next day or two days, they want to fight. But because this man's heart was loyal to God, for 10 full years, not a single war. Not one war. Let me tell you this. What's happening on the outside is a reflection of what's going on in the inside. <laughs> God gave him rest in his heart. God gave him prosperity in his heart. He didn't have to worry about anything. God gave him full rest. Full rest. For 10 years. The Earth Fellowship we've started is 11 years now. Think about that. If, all, if, if God gives you peace huh, for 10 years where you don't have to worry about anything. Because I'm sure that was what's happening to Asa. He finally realized, wow, God's blessing us. Let's start building. God's blessing us. We got no trouble. In that time, it was done in the physical realm. Wars and all of that. But today, it's done in the spiritual realm. Wars within. And what's coming at us. For them, it was a nation. For us, it's an individual thing between you and your God. God can give you 10 years of peace if you stay loyal to him. Not the up and down. Sometimes up, sometimes down. Hey, brother, what's happening? Oh, it's been bad. Well, we know why. We get to be loyal to God. You know... Jesus said this word. And I'm going to close with this. Jesus said this word. He said, come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden. And I will give you what? Rest. But he came to give us life, right? He came to give us life and to give us life in abundance. But when he invited us to come, he's not talking about life. He says, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He talked about taking his yoke upon him. He says, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. 
My yoke is easy and my burden is light. You want a light load on life? Be loyal to God. And he gives you a light load. Where you don't have to fight wars. Wars within and wars without. Your children, your finances, your job, everything concerning you. Just stay loyal to God. It's so important. It's many times I see these days, people don't know how to stay loyal to God. Not perfect. I said, a loyal heart. David wasn't perfect, but he had a loyal heart. He said, I was glad when they said, let us go to the house of the Lord. He was so loyal to God. When he was out, he couldn't get to Jerusalem or to where the God was and the tabernacle. You can hear David crying out in his heart. He would that he wished if he could, if anything, if he could just go back to where he was. That was what was troubling to him, just to be in the house of God, just to be near his God, to be loyal. Because his heart, he had this heart towards God. And God says, I like this man. I'm going to bring my son. I promised that when I spoke to Adam in the garden. I'm going to bring my son. Can I ever find anyone better than this fellow? I'll use him. Even though he sinned, God still used him. And look, God said something unusual to David. He said, even if your son does something bad, because of you, I won't punish him. I, will not, I won't even do anything to him. That's why I know Solomon, even though he did all this crazy stuff, Solomon is in heaven. God never punished Solomon. He waited until Solomon was gone because of his loyalty to his, the one who was loyal to him. I can't go to that scripture now, but the scripture is so clear. If you are loyal to God, guess what he will be? He will be faithful to you to, to the core. Amen? Bow your heads with me this morning. God's calling us to be loyal. You examine your own heart. We all struggle, but are you loyal to God? Maybe you're here this morning, you don't even know what that means because you have not asked Jesus into your heart. You have been doing your own thing. But remember, Jesus died for you on the cross. And God's wanting you to accept that and honor him. Why don't you do that today by just raising your hands up and saying, God, I want to do that. I want to honor you. And I will be loyal to you. If that's you this morning, raise your hand quickly. Put it down. Thank you. I see that hand. I see that hand. I see that hand. I see that hand. That's what God is looking for. He'll give you rest on every side. God will give you rest on every side. Let's stand up. As we thank God for his mercy and for his grace. God, I thank you for those that lifted your hands up this morning. If you're dedicating your life to the Lord, God saw that hand and God's going to bless you. Let's say, every one of us, God give me a loyal heart God I will be loyal to you Lord by your grace you can count on me to be loyal 
to you. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Please be seated. We're going to be taking our offering now.